Welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy and hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms. Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, here with Jeff Rappaport. And today, guys, we're going to be talking about how to structure offers uh, for rentals specifically using creative financing. Um, this is kind of a topic that Jeff thought might be really helpful for those who uh, especially are in a market where it's really hard to find the 1% rule. I think that's kind of what we were talking about, Jeff. Yes. All right. So example two, can you think of another kind of offer um, that might work either along these lines or maybe even completely different. Um, if it's free and clear, it would easy. To, it'd be easy to do like a seller subordination here, but I, okay. I don't know if I'd want to go there yet. Okay. Um, so we could definitely offer, I don't know, a lower interest rate. Um, so what, what would we want to play with here? So it, let's say that we're going to make this offer. Okay, uh -huh. so we're, we're offering full price, 10% down, uh, decent interest rate, and you know, a six-year balloon. Mm -hmm. Let's say that's one of our offers. Okay. How about we come up with a different offer right now that, um, so can you clear that financial calculator? Yep. So clear all. Okay. Okay, remember, I have not done any of these calculations, so I'm playing with these numbers just like you are. Yeah, yeah, we're just both right. following along. All right, so what, what if we took a purchase price of even more, 205? <clears throat> okay. okay. So we're offering a more than purchase, and but I, I don't want to put down 20,000. Um, I want to put down 11. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what, what's 11? Uh, maybe 5, 6%, something like that. Yeah. Okay. And the reason that I want to do that is primarily if I was going to hold this, the less money I put down, the higher my cash on cash return is, the less money I've got stuck in this property for the foreseeable future. Uh, or I'm going to wholesale it, in which case uh, <clears throat> I can build in my fee on top of it. If okay. I'm offering $20,000 down, now it's getting tough. You know, if I wanted to make 15, uh, all of a sudden I'm almost asking 20% down. Um, I still might be able to sell it because, hey, you can't get 4% on non-owner occupied property, but the deal's not getting as good. And if we figured out our cash on cash return, you know, before it was 15,000, 15%, it certainly would be going down if I have to add another 15 grand to that down payment, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to ask to finance 194. Present value. Got yep. it. So let's do one of my kind of simple interest hybrid kind of offers. So let's offer 2.5% interest. 2.5% interest. Okay. 
let's do it over a shorter term. So 36 months. 36 in, okay. All right, so we know that we, we can create a $250 a month cash flow at $850 a month, right? Uh -huh. That's what we kind of decided. I don't want a $250 a month cash flow. I want a $350 a month cash flow. So we're going to, that's why I like doing this type of offer. And if you don't understand it, don't worry about it. You know, this is a little more uh, advanced. This is something I came up with and I don't know anyone else that's using it unless they've copied it from me. Yeah, and I'm still trying to learn how to use it. <laughs> so I can literally pick my payment. I, I can pick what I want to work. Now, the closer I get to uh, more of that 850, more of the, the payment every month will go toward principal. So the principal pay down will be accelerated. However, if I offer less, so not as much as going toward principal, but I can create my more cash flow per month. So let, let's just try 750. For payment? Yep. <clears throat> 750. We got to enter that in as a negative. So, negative payment. Okay, negative. now we're going to solve for future value. 181. So, we're, we're super Back. close to that <laughs> place where we wanted to be when yeah. we refinance, right? Yeah. In three years now with a smaller payment and we're offering more purchase price. Yeah. Not bad, right? Right, so so with this offer, Jeff, as I'm just rolling through it, cause I, I hit the payment button after I, I entered everything else in. And um, that's, not, that's not how you do that. You have to pick a payment with this. And this is just simple interest. It's not an amortized loan, which is why right. it doesn't work to hit that payment button. So guys, if you're out there and you did the same thing as I did, I don't know if you're watching, but I hit the payment button and it was like 5,000, yep. you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> you're not solving like for 500. Payment. Right. And that would be, that would be if we were paying it off in 36 years. That's right. 36 um, months. Or, yeah. Excuse me. 36 months. And, and it was amortized at 2.5% interest. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case with this. So the important thing with this offer is you have to pick that payment, what that payment is. And then it's just a simple interest over that period for yep. that financed amount. Now, I don't know if you can do this, but let, let's try. Um, okay. So I want you to just try putting in $800. So for, for payment. payment. Yep. 800 payment. Okay. No, except you got to put in a negative. Oh, well, <laughs> I always do that. Yep. 800 negative payment. Now solve for future value. Future value. Once so if we came in at an $800 a month payment, uh, now we would be under that 20% in three years uh, without any appreciation. If the value just stayed the same, we'd be fine. That way we could refinance. We're going to gain remember we only put $11,000 down. So we started with 194,000. We're getting 15,000, almost $15,000 pay down over the course of three years. Uh, that's about $400 a 
a month in 400 out of our 800 is going toward principal. Does that make sense? Yep. So, um, but we're, we're getting to the same part point, except that now let, let's look at what does this net the seller. Okay. So let, let's leave it at $800 a month. Okay. Okay. So we have 179217 is our balloon payment. Uh, we have an $800 a month payment. So let's do 800. Oop. Okay, 800. Times 36. Times 36. That's the monthly payments that we're going to make. Uh, awesome. Plus 179,217. 217. Okay. Plus, plus our down payment. 11,000. 11,000. So they will gross, uh, or net, I'm sorry, 219.17 over three years. Yep. So uh, let, let's think about this for a second. So option uh, example two allowed us to even offer them a little bit more. So if they're price conscious, they probably like this. Mm -hmm. If they don't want to do financing for very long, they probably like this. They're making almost uh, a little over 19,000 to stay in this. Here's what I don't like is that there's not much reason to stay in example one for six years and only make 20 grand more. Correct. Uh, right. So um, I might modify one of these offers so that uh, there's a little bit bigger um, variance in how much money the seller will net, but for for this example, we're going to leave it because I don't want to take forever on this episode, but we just created two different offers that would both work. Uh, now let's figure out one more calculation, Jonathan. Okay. Let's figure out our cash on cash return here. Okay. So uh, we had, we, we decided that at eight fifty nine we were going to make $250 a month cash flow, right? Yeah. On so, the first example. So we were at eight we're make three hundred. Yeah. So thirty six hundred. Yep, thirty six hundred. Is for the year. For the year, correct. Now we're only putting down eleven. Yep, eleven. So divided by eleven thousand. Thirty two percent. That's a little better. Thirty three percent cash on cash return. That's huge. That's a little better, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And if you think about it, like the offers, so we're, we're offering less down, um, but it's a, it's a shorter term for the seller. And in that shorter term, um, I think and in our other, example, price. huh? And it's a higher price. Yeah, it's a higher price. So they're, so they're netting what, 219. Is that what it was? 219. Yep. Yeah. Over three years. So yep. that's a really cool offer actually. <laughs> So th this is what I would like to do is I would stagger these two. So one's like a little shorter term, um, you know, three years. One would be a little longer term, five or six or seven years. Okay. Um, what I'd rather do is I'd like to see um, one. I, I'd rather see the balloon payment on um, uh, I'm trying to think. Wait a minute. Um, the balloon payment balloon payment's not low enough on this one, right? Um, oh yeah, we needed to be at one hundred and sixty. Yeah, 
um, that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't I was thinking, I was thinking 180 when I looked yeah, at it earlier. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got to be at 160 over that three years. Yep. So what I'd have to do is I'd probably, th this is probably what I would do is I'd probably bring this purchase price down to 200. Okay. And still offer 11. Uh, yep. I'd still offer 11. So 189. So I'm just going to play with these numbers guys. So 189 yep. would be our present value after our yep. purchase price. We're still going with the 2.5% interest. Yeah, but I'd probably make my term now, instead of 36, I'd probably make it 42. Okay, so I'm going to go four half years on the term, okay. I'd leave the payment the same. Leave the payment at 800. Yep, let's see what our future value is. Okay, now it's pretty much where we need it to be. <laughs> 171. Isn't it? That, no, is that what you not, got? We need yeah, I still got 161. 161. We were at 179 earlier. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> so you would just lengthen the term in this scenario is that right uh i could lengthen the term i could come in with a little less interest i could play with the payment um or i could modify the purchase price let's just try the payment let's go 850 on the payment oh negative payment future value 168 so we're yeah, still on there help that much yeah and that takes away our cash flow yep so what i'd probably do here is just offer less well yeah so i'd probably come in so they're offering 200 so in this case i'd probably offer them 200 um i'd probably go okay so well, this is uh, kind of important for you guys if you're able to follow along with this episode and uh, in, you know, if you don't have a chance to use a financial calculator at this time, definitely go back, listen to this episode, pull out your financial calculator and just run through the numbers with us. Like Jeff said earlier, um, we, he, we haven't ran through these numbers yet. So this is us doing it in real time. And yeah, we made a, a little mistake earlier thinking that we had to be at 180 um, for the, you know, the no, no cash out of pocket refi uh, at 80% loan to value. But, but so now we're going back and we're trying to, um, you know, fix the terms, uh, play with the down payment uh, or the purchase price to get us at, at that uh, 160 uh, over the term so that we can refi out with, uh, you know, an 80% loan to value. Um, so no cash out refi, basically. Uh, <clears throat> so what, what I'd probably do here, Jonathan, is now that I've, I've played with some numbers, I'd probably say, all right, I'm not going to make a full price offer. So I'm probably going to come in with this option at like 195. Um, and then I'm going to modify my second offer uh, because I don't want them to be the same price. Um, Actually, I could probably leave the other offer where it is. Normally, this offer, I, I usually make my highest price, but you don't have to. Uh, th there's no rule against it. Um, but okay. let's say that I came in at 195, so I'm financing 184, 184 right? 184, yep. 
two and a half. Let's do 42 months. So we're sticking with 42 months term. Yep. Simple interest of 2.5%. Payment, are you still at 800 or did you do yeah. 850? No, I'm gonna still stay at 800. Okay, so I'm gonna do 800, entered as a negative for payment, and then hit future value. 165, 731, so it's really close. Yeah, it's not quite there, but you know, think about this for a second. If we're buying this, we're, we're only coming up with $11,000 down. Um, uh, it's very possible in the next three and a half years that this property is worth, you know, 207, um, in which case it might, we, we might be covered. But if we had to come to the table with a little money at that time, it wouldn't be the end of the world, but we're not even into this for 10%. And yeah. so, but this is why you want to play with these numbers. You want to make sure that the numbers are all going to fit for what you're trying to do. Yeah. And uh, so, but we would probably modify the purchase price here on this one rather than, you know, I, I don't want to give up any more cash flow. Um, uh, I'm certainly, I could add some money to the down payment. Uh, I probably could go up to like 15 grand um and still make this thing work uh but that's not typically where i want to go um i'd rather play with the interest of the term or something like that to try to make the numbers work right okay and if if, if you guys are wholesaling this then cash flow uh is going to be really important so that's a number that you don't cash flow and down payment and right. down payment yeah correct yeah those are going to be the two big factors so you don't want to change those too much it's kind of what you're saying jeff correct so let, let's try one more really quick and we'll be totally different <clears throat> okay and i'll make this quick because i know that we're i don't want this to be too long yeah we'll wrap this up Okay, so let's let's come up with a two hundred thousand dollar purchase price. Okay, and let's do exactly what you were saying—a subordination. And the the reason that we'd want to do a subordination is uh, we're we're not offering the seller a lot of money, right? Right. You have a twenty thousand, and you got an eleven thousand dollar down payment. So maybe the seller needs more money uh, to do whatever it is that they need to go do. Mm -hmm. So on this one, let's offer them $40,000 down. You don't need to put anything in the calculator yet. Well, actually put 40,000 in. Put 40,000 in for? Yeah, in the small calculator. Yep. Okay, 40. Okay, now we're gonna go borrow this against the property. Okay in first position. So what I'd like to do is, uh, what, what could I borrow this at? Now, my guess is, is that on a $200,000 home, if you're looking to borrow $40,000, you need to hit up anyone that you know that has a self-directed IRA that would like to get a little better return on their, their money and super, super safe, right? Right. Um, you know, 40,000 on 200 is 20% loan to value. Now, it can't get much safer than that. Right. Okay, so let's say 40,000 times, oh, let's say, uh, figure out 0.08. Yeah, that's kind of our go-to number. So that's like the worst case scenario. Um, divide that by 12. Yep. 
and our monthly interest is 266, 266 right? Okay, so at 6%, it'll be $200 a month. So. We're somewhere in that 200 to 266 a month that we'd have to pay. Okay. We already know that um, we don't really want to exceed 850, right? Right. Um, you know, and preferably 800. Yeah. So now we're going to create a note to the seller for the balance of their equity, $160,000. Okay. So I can tell you already, um, we can only really pay the seller five, $550 a month on their equity. Mm -hmm. um, and if you just figured this out, I mean, uh, go to the financial calculator and clear that out. Okay. But th these numbers are going to be tough to make work. So we're, we're going to make it simple. So okay. put in 160,000. 160 present value. Yep. Now let's put um, 3% interest. Okay, 3% interest. Okay. Do 360 months. Amortized over 360 months. What's okay. the payment? Payment is 674, so that's too high. Way too high, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we can only go down so much to you know, <clears throat> interest rate. Yeah, we need to be closer to about 500 on that. Yeah, so let, let's try another thing. Okay, so clear that out again. Okay, we'll, we'll clear it all. Yep, clear it all. All right, okay. what we're going to do is 160,000. Present value. Value, do two and a half percent. Two and a half percent has no real significance. Okay. I started using that just because um at that time it was higher than the lowest federal interest rate that the irs wants to see charged um and I, i've just continued to use it so uh, there's no real significance i could use two i could use 2.75 i could use whatever i want right um all right so do 36 months so okay plug in three sixes in 36 months yep and let's put in a 500 negative okay payment 500. So again, guys, if, if it's a simple interest offer, you can't just hit payment. You've got to plug your payment in. Yeah. It's not really simple interest. Simple interest would be, we could do it on the other calculator. This is kind of um, a simple interest taking into account the principal pay down. So um, I know that's what I call it, but it's not simple interest would have been what we figured out on our hard money on that $40,000. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So it's kind of a, more of a hybrid, I guess. It is a hybrid. Yep. Between an amortizer. And okay, now figure out your future value. Okay. Future value, 153.77. So we really only got you know, $6,300 $6, a month pay down over the course of three years. Um, and remember, we're going to have to refinance this property at some point. Now, here's the best part. You have $0 into this property. Right. But in three years, four years, five years, whatever you give a term, if the property hasn't appreciated by 20%, you're going to have to come to the table with money to get it refinanced. So right. I, I, I already knew that these numbers weren't going to work the way that we wanted. So we, we know that we can offer the seller like $500 a month, right? Uh huh. So let's just do a $500 a month principal only payment okay 
So 500 times 12 is $6,000, right? Yeah. Um, a times year. Three. So that now what we're trying to do is figure out, all right, this is about a $200,000 home. If we can get, you know, obviously it'd be great if we could get 20% in pay down over monthly payments, but that, and you'll have to figure out what the seller is open to. Um, most likely they're not gonna wanna be in this deal very long because, you know, I, I already can tell you what they net on this property. They net two hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. So you know, if they're in it for six years, um, you know, if they sold it outright, they would net the same amount. Yeah. So let's do it for three years. Okay. So it would be eighteen thousand, right? In principle. Correct. Yeah, principal paid. That, so the balloon payment would be one sixty minus eighteen thousand, which is one forty two. Okay. But here's the best part. Um, if you were holding this property, what's your cash on cash return? Infinite. Well, not infinite. Uh, well, I guess it is because we don't have any, any money into yeah. the property. Yeah. If we uh, had but our cash flow is what? Um, you know, probably about $300. Yeah. Three fifty-three. Yeah. So let's say 3,600 for the year. Um, and now let's say that in three years, we had to come to the table with, let's say 10 grand to refinance. Okay, to be at that right. 80%. Yep. Yep. So if that's the case, our cash on cash return, which is down the road, um, would be about 36%. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a, that's a good scenario right there. Yeah. So, so is this the second offer you'd make? Uh, yeah, so I'd probably, that third. So I'd probably do something similar to what we just did on all three offers. Um, I'd play around with the price a little bit. I'd play around with the term. Um, but these would probably be the three offers that I'd make and then maybe a cash offer. Okay, uh, so this one would be... I'm just making notes here. 200 purchase price. Yep. Okay. And uh, we're doing 40,000 down. That we can borrow against the property. That's the key part. Yeah. And then 2.5%. Uh, nope. Zero. No interest. Principal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pay principal pay down. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. 500 principal only yep and then a balloon balance of 142 in three years balloon cool and so keep in mind when you're making an offer with subordination okay we, we don't want that down payment to be that high um in this case it's 20 percent, which is better than the other two it is getting the seller more money and that's the reason why we're making this offer is that Potentially, if the seller needs that cash up front, that here's a way that we can get it. But mm -hmm. remember, these numbers still have to work. So I can't go in and say, yeah, hey, I'll give you $80,000 down. Well, if you can borrow money at 80000 at even 6%, now you're looking at that, that monthly payment's $400. Yeah. And now if you still offer the seller $500, 
you've just cut into your cash flow. Now you're at $900. Um, now you're looking at maybe a $200 a month cash flow. To me, it's like when you start getting to that slim of cash flow, it's not really even worth it. Right. Uh, so you got to be careful. Even though we're using these numbers, they still got to fit. So you can't just say, oh, I'll give you $120,000 up front if you'll carry back 80. Uh, yeah. You can if you can get that money at a you know, 5% um, interest only kind of thing maybe. But if you're borrowing this at 6 to 8%, you're paying more on that upfront money than you're going to be paying the seller on their equity. Um, it's called a blended rate now between the two. You've got to keep your payment down to create your cash flow. At the same time, you, know, you want some principal pay down. So that's where the challenge comes on, on a subordination is that if you don't mind not having the principal pay down, then you could have offered you know, interest only payment on their, their, uh, their equity, or you could have done that hybrid, or you could have done any number of different things where now they're going to net, the seller is going to net more than 200,000. I'm always looking because I'm mostly a wholesaler. I'm always looking that, hey, my buyer is going to want to refinance this and within three years. I want them to be close, if not to that 80% loan to value so they don't have any more money to come out of pocket with. Yeah. Yep. Guys, thanks so much for watching. This one I will definitely put on YouTube immediately because this is, this is so valuable uh, just to run through these numbers use the financial calculator like this. This will, this will be a great exercise for you guys if you go through the numbers with us. Um, so I'll get that up on YouTube immediately um, by the time this, this episode is released and then just look for the, you know, the next episode of this series. Um, but guys, we are over 50,000 downloads. Um, so thanks so much for listening. We greatly appreciate your ear. Uh, please pass this on to your fellow friends, investors, acquaintances, coworkers, et cetera. Um, and rate and review our show uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, to reach us, you can leave us uh, a question or comment at our hotline number, 877-409-8090. Um, again, 877-409-8090. Nine zero. You can also text CFP to that number to get um, special access to uh, a video that Jeff created that really kind of runs through the same scenarios we're running through here. Um, he just shows you step-by-step -step on how he creates offers on a single family home and he takes it to the end um, uh, on his exit strategy and wholesaling that property off. Um, so again, text CFP or creative financing to 877-409-8090 to get special access to that. Uh, you can also find us on uh, the web at thecreativefinancingpodcast.com. That's where all of our episodes are. Um, and then also there is a link uh, for that video there as well. Um, and then we're on YouTube and... Uh, I think that's the creative financing show on youtube and then uh of course facebook at the creative financing podcast so you can reach us in any of those places also if you're interested in jeff's apprenticeship program um give us a call on our hotline and just mention that you're interested in that specifically uh any last words anything i didn't cover there jeff 
So two things, really the creative finance or the apprentice program, uh, uh, we're, we're doing some different things. Uh, certainly inquire and find out if you if it at least would be a good fit for you i think that uh um you'll find it very interesting and we're going to do a lot of stuff with commercial type uh properties in 2020 uh so i will give you education you'll get in the mix you'll be able to make some money while you're doing it and uh so we're looking forward to that in 2020 um and yeah i'm super excited we, we've got fifty thousand downloads we're right at the cusp it is new year's eve 2019 yeah uh, I, i'm expecting you know, i don't know about you jonathan but i want to do some cool things in 2020 um i appreciate our listeners call in um tell me that you love the show tell me you don't love the show tell me what you want to see on the show um we do this to help you and uh, let me know if what we're doing is working and if not, then tell me what it is that you want to see or hear. Yeah. yeah. We always need more feedback for sure. Okay guys, until next time, go out there and create some terms. Thanks for listening to the creative financing podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on. Until next time, create some terms. This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed, and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed, and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.